Welcome back, everyone, to our ELM podcast, Empowering Life Ministries. This is Donna Barber, and I just want to remind everybody that we are coming to you five days a week, Monday through Friday. Either myself or Daryl will be the host for each episode. We might later on uh, drop some full sermon episodes on here, but for now, these are kind of just um, maybe like a devotional type podcast just to have you give you something to think about for the day but we really are grateful for each and every one of you tuning in and ask your friends and family to to join us as well well today I want to jump back into what I have been dealing with out of Ephesians where uh, the Apostle Paul's prayer for the church at Ephesus that I told you about a few days ago uh, where we were discussing verses 15 through 23 and I love the part where he started in verse 15 of chapter 1 where he said that he was thankful for their faith but also their love for one another. And that is still just strikes me that he would, he would mention their love and their faith. But we explored my last few times with you on Ephesians 17 where that said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. And I'm so thankful because one of our listeners um, made mention to me yesterday that they love the acronym that I gave for wisdom, Words in Season Delivering On-Time Motivation. And that's what I want to do today. I want to motivate you. But let's start today and try to get a little bit further along in this passage that we're looking at. We're going to start on verse 18, and we will not finish it today, but I wanted to just read verse 18 to you. It said, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So let's start just for a few minutes today and look at verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. I love how it's defined here for the word eyes. Wide open eyes at something or someone that is remarkable. I wanted to share with you a story that I heard a long time ago that came back to my remembrance when I was reading and studying for this. The story said that there was a pastor who preached a sermon one Sunday on the amazing life and all the horrific death of Jesus. He brought out how Jesus came to earth, and he healed, and he saved, he delivered, and then he was beaten beyond recognition, and he suffered great and horrible pain at the, su- at the suffering of his death. Much to the pastor's surprise, at the end of his sermon, nobody was moved at all. There was absolutely little to no response. So the, the pastor went home and was praying about it, and the next week he came in, And this time, his sermon was about a little boy who had a dog that had become his closest companion. He and that little dog did everything together. The little boy found so much joy and happiness as he spent each and every day with his best friend. Of course, the dog would always play with him. And one day as they were outside playing, they were playing fetch. And the little boy threw the ball but it took off and landed in the street. The dog ran as fast as he could, and of course, he didn't realize that there was a car coming. And so he lost his life that day. 
And just at that instant, the little boy felt like he had lost his best friend, his closest companion, as he watched in horror at his death. The little boy was devastated, to say the least. Well, as the pastor finished his story, he looked around the congregation to see people weeping. The majority were heartbroken and moved with great emotion for the loss of the dog. Hearing the story of the pastor and his two sermons, it made me think that maybe we have made Jesus unremarkable. Remember, the word eyes means open, wide open eyes that's something or someone remarkable. Well, as the story goes, I started looking at that and I thought, I started asking him some questions. I thought, are the stories of Jesus feeding the multitude, healing the sick, making the lame walk, preaching powerful messages of love and acceptance, are they just mundane tales of the past? When did the sacrifice of God's Son lose its power in our hearts and mind? Have we heard the story so many times that we are no longer moved by what He did for us? Has He gone from extraordinary to just ordinary? Do we make the gospel, the good news, less desirable by our lack of seeing Him as remarkable? Now that's just asking a few questions for clarity and understanding. And you know, I think also it provokes us to thought. Because see, the word understanding here means deep thought or to direct your thoughts. It's also the word imagination. See, the word imagination is just the power of forming a mental image of something that's not present to the senses. Well, the truth is, how we think of Jesus is who He is to us. If you think He's just a man, then He will be just a man to you. If you think He doesn't still heal, then He's not a healer to you. If you think He can't save to the uttermost, then you think He can't save everybody. And the list goes on and on. But if we use our ability to direct our thoughts on just how remarkable He is, we will see Him the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'll go on to look in verse 18 there. The Apostle Paul said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. What Paul was really praying was for the rays of light to shine on us, to us, and through us. To eliminate Christ within and without. That's my prayer today. Is that we still see Him as remarkable. And that we, we present Him as remarkable to every person we come in contact with. I love you all. I thank you for tuning in. And hopefully we'll get a little bit further into verse 18 the next time we're together. God bless.